Welcome back to the Travcess podcast, the podcast that is obsessed with all things travel. We are your hosts, Kim and Aaron, and this is our 100th episode. Woo! Or 100th, we're not or sure. Or 100th. 100th or 100th. It's Either our, or. It's the century mark. 100, baby. Yep. How exciting. Okay, so. Well, first of all, if you're new to the show, Good. Right? It's our 100th episode. We should, we should be learning. I mean, you, you think <laughs> by the 100th episode, we've got it down, but we do it like once a month. But for those of you guys that are new to the show, we are Kim and Aaron. We're the hosts of the show, and we are married. We are healthcare travelers. We are entrepreneurs, and we are about to kick off a year of travel in 29 days. And so on this show, we talk about all things travel. So healthcare traveling, our life as travelers. We'll be taking this podcast on the road while we basically step away from the hospital and for a year and go out and travel the world full time. So what she's trying to say is if you're obsessed as much as we are about travel, this is the show this for you. This is it for you. Um, on that note, uh, being the 100th episode, we said last week that we were doing a giveaway. Funny side story to the inside of the Kim and Aaron Gibson household. We were like, man, like we said that we would do if you leave a review and then um, hit up our Travses community line, then we'll enter you in the drawing for a free Travses backpack when it actually comes out um, very soon. And we were like, nobody's leaving a review. <laughs> Boo. Boo. <laughs> didn't realize is that it takes a while for it to update so that's so what we, i was saying we just went and we read some of the new reviews and we were like literally right before we got on we were like crying yeah like just buckets of tears because we this show is a like a passion project of ours and we wouldn't keep showing up every week without you guys showing up and listening and you know, being excited to like, like hear what we have to say, I guess. I don't know. But it's like, you guys are what make the show. Like we love showing up. We love sharing our truth, our story, our lessons, all of the things, but you guys are what keep us going. And so just reading those comments was like, wow, like this is why we keep showing up every week. This is why we're doing what we do. Um, and, and so, yeah, I just, it, it means so much to us and it supports us and it keeps us feeling inspired and excited to show up. Well, I think so. too, my favorite thing is hearing it in you guys' words, Yeah, what, whatever it is, right? It could be good. It could be bad. Like Kim and I always take any sort of feedback as, as positive. So just hearing what you guys say and then being like, wow, that's what you took from that. Like, that's so amazing. Like I didn't even think that that's what was coming across and it's just it, it's just really cool to read that to hear it from our listeners ears yeah or from their words right because it's just Aaron and I sitting with a mic without anybody <laughs> yeah. else on the other side no feedback we could just sit here all day and like this is what we do we just talk and talk and talk so yeah it's fun to hear what y'all think about it and with that being said the giveaway is still going on so what the giveaway is, is we are giving away a free Travcest backpack. Yeah. 
And in order to enter the giveaway, we are asking that you leave us a written review on our podcast. Unfortunately, I ran into this with a couple of people. You can only leave a review if you have Apple Podcasts. I think there is another way, but I didn't do the... No, there's I, not? I, okay. I, I don't think so. Okay. So from what I understand, I don't think so. So if you don't have Apple Podcasts and you can't enter to win because we need a written review because that's how we're taking the names um, and to enter into the contest. So hopefully they change that at some point because you can't leave a review on Spotify and different things. So anyways, if you have Apple Pods, leave us a review, your feedback, just anything that you'd like to share with us. We love hearing from you. And then also the second part is to join our new texting line. And that's just a way for us to stay connected while we're traveling. You can ask us questions. We can keep you updated, all of the things. So to do that, you just text I'm Travzest to 904-474-8435. And that will be in the show notes down yeah. below. Anyways. Just to make sure that we're both correct, because I just did that off the top of my dome. So 904 474 8435. Oh, you're right. Okay. So do those two things. You will be entered automatically into the contest. And we are going to announce the winner next week. Yep. So there's still another week to get in on it. And without further ado. Let's get into the show. Let's do it. Micro, please prepare for departure. Okay. So this show I'm really excited about. Uh, We were kind of, in full transparency, going over the show notes. We were just kind of like making little notes. And the show is about alignment, whether it be, I I mean, I I look at it as like alignment in our relationship. But we were going back and forth with like what we were actually talking about. And I was super clear. I I was, because I was so confused. Yeah. But I also was hungry and like, so we had to take a break and have a snack because it started as kind of like how healthcare traveling cracked us open and basically was like this catalyst for all of these changes that we've had in our life and aligning us to what we were working towards together but then it also like we were kind of bleeding into different conversations Mm because then the other one was about the like being aligned like with your partner with your values and your goals and where you're going and as we kind of got into the conversation we realized that in the very beginning we were actually kind of on separate pages and I think why we wanted to have this conversation is because a lot of people think like you know now we've been at this 10 years I mean we've been married for we've been together for 13 years and I think a lot of people think like we just showed up on our first date with like our passports like where do you want to go let's take a year to travel like we want to be free we want to go and it was like that was so not the case not even close and so it sparked this whole conversation so we kind of we just wanted to share that lead up of how we were on different pages and then how healthcare traveling really cracked us open and then getting on the same page with kind of where this is all led yeah and I, I think just going back to the genesis of it all one thing that i i really wanted to mention was this came about once again from our gibson soul sunday days where mm-hmm. we Pick a podcast, either, you know, on most likely it's on YouTube where it's a podcast, but it's like an interview. 
and we always pick one on Sunday and we sit down, we have our coffee, we watch that podcast, we end up pausing a lot through it to have conversations. But once again, this one sparked a huge conversation, which then brought this topic to life that we had never, ever spoke about in our 13 years of being together. And it was a Lewis Howes, Tom Billu interview on Impact Theory. And it's funny because Laura, if you're listening, she always asks us, do you guys still do your super, your Gibson Soul Sundays? We and we're like, we do every Sunday as much as we can. We look forward to mm-hmm. it. We didn't do one today, but that's okay. I actually was thinking about I it. I was too. Oh, okay. I actually had an interview in mind and I was coming. So I was in the room doing my own thing, having my coffee. And then I we like come together and meet and start talking. And then we ended up getting on this whole conversation of basically what this podcast has now turned into. Mm-hmm. And we talked for like over an hour. And so we were like, I guess, you know, we're not doing super right. soul Sunday. I had to go to a, for yeah. a run. Yeah. That's funny. Anyway, so that's where this all came about. But um yeah, do you, do you know where you want to start or? Well, okay, because here's the thing. I want the whole point is like it's interesting how we were able to come to going through this story of like I never realized how conservative and traditional Aaron was. <laughs> and I would like like it's weird that like but when we peeled back the layers like you really were and I was kind of coming into the relationship more as like this free spirit with this like like want to travel and want to see the world but not really knowing what how to go about that but like coming into this conversation we realized like wow okay like we really did start from a different place than where we were and so we wanted to kind of talk about that a little bit and then leading up to when we decide to start healthcare traveling and how that like really changed everything. Yeah. So I think the thing is, is, you know, what really led to this too was realizing that everybody has always said you and Kim are so aligned. Like my mom has said that for 13 years, I've never seen anybody that's just so aligned. And so on the same page. So on the same page, like whatever. And it was like, I always like kind of, I, I appreciated that. And I knew that that was a strength of ours, but I also know that like, we come at things from totally different angles all the time. But what I did realize is you and I have always been aligned in our long-term goal. 100%. Long-term goal. 10 years down the road. We don't agree with how we're going to get there. And that's where the whole like unconventional versus traditional kind of like came into play. Well, I just want to say because we never even said what that uh, podcast was about. But Lewis Howes was saying he had just broken up with his girlfriend. Broke the news on that podcast. Yeah. I was like, yeah. Heard it here first, basically. Yeah. And he was saying that, you know, love isn't always enough. And that what he's learning and what he's learned through his last couple of relationships is that having the same values, having the same lifestyle, and having the same, like... Vision. Vision. Like that is that is the making for a powerful, beautiful, healthy relationship. Like to be in aligned with those things. Because yes, you know, Aaron and I love each other more than anything, right? And you have to have an attraction. You have to have a sexual attraction. We have all of those things. But also knowing that that is absolutely, if, if we were on separate pages for our goals and our dreams and our vision and our lifestyle and, and where, how we wanted to live our life, the, the love and the sex and the everything else would never hold us together. No. Like, 
you have to be able to build that solid foundation and want the same things in order to go the long run. Okay, so let's just kind of get into what we were saying about the fact that like I was more traditional conservative, you were kind of more unconventional kind of deal. And I think that all comes, what we realized was I hadn't seen anything different. So my growing up, I was, my grandfather, you know, was born during the Great Depression, literally was a Navy guy and then had a job and was all about, you know, that whole kind of fifties movement where your parents were always telling you that you get the stable job, you go to school, you come out with a job that, you know, you're not worried about being laid off all the time. And so I was like, Ooh, healthcare check. So I've done that Two, He was like, you make good money and you put your money away and you save it and you don't spend it. You save it. You build for the future. You build for later on down the road. And that's what you do. And you work, you get a job, you buy the house. That's like that whole thing. You have the kids, you, you're the soccer coach or the baseball coach, which I always saw myself being like the coach of my son's team or daughter's team. And that's just kind of what I saw. And I thought if we could save a good nest egg of money and not be living paycheck to paycheck, that's all we need to do. Because then once we do that, then we can start branching out into the things that we really want to do. And I thought that that was the path that we had to take. And I didn't see any, I didn't know any other way. Right. You hadn't, you didn't know. Yeah. You didn't see anything different. And you thought, oh, and I think like most people feel that way. I think now more so like in today's world, the alternative lifestyles are more mainstream, right? Mm -hmm. And more people are doing it and they're paving the path to show these different, cool, unique ways of living. But that was always kind of the thing of like you, the house, the job, the kids, like that's like the American dream, right? right? And that's kind of what we've all been taught for all of these years coming from our parents' generation, mm -hmm. right? And not making my parents' mistakes, trying to use that conventional, traditional life, but not make the same mistakes my parents did. Right. So here's Aaron, right? And he is very, like, traditional in that sense of, like, you know, this is, this is kind of the route. This, this is, is the path. Right. And so I came from more of an unconventional Which we just upbringing. realized today. Right, because Aaron was like, yeah, but you, you grew up in, like, you know, this kind of like gypsy, not gypsy, um, mean, unconventional, whatever way of living. And I was like, did I? And then I actually like kind of thought about it. And I was like, I, I, wow, I never thought about it like that. Yeah, your dad was an entrepreneur. Your well, mom and stepdad. Okay. So my, my real dad who, um, or like my biological father, I guess uh -huh. I should say, he and my mom divorced when I was two because he was an alcoholic and he was, he had his own business. He's always had his own businesses. He was entrepreneurial. And my mom, when I was two, two, three, young, she ended up um, not legally marrying, but marrying basically my stepfather, who's basically like my dad. He raised me my whole life. And he, so he and my mom, both of them didn't work, which is Ever. so weird. People are like, what do your parents do? I'm like, I don't know. Like, they're like, what, do they go to work? Like we could never come back to like my house. Like if we skip school or something, cause like they're always there, right? They never left for work. And so, um, my stepdad got an inheritance when he was younger. And so that was he's like made that work basically his entire life day. 
But he also had like odd and an odd, what is it? Odd and jobs. Odd and, yeah, like he was a musician, like he flipped houses. Um, he was a pilot, like loved to fly. So he had like a paper route that he would fly newspapers to different um, towns and things like that. So like he did that and um, and my mom was like, you know, she's just basically like a mystic. Like she's just very spiritual. You know, her whole life is devoted to that. So I, yeah, I definitely kind of grew up in this different household where they, we moved around a lot and like we, like we moved to Sedona, like they loaded us up in like a camper and we moved to Sedona because they wanted to be closer to one of their like spiritual teachers. And they had a feeling. They, oh yeah, they just had a feeling. They're like, I feel like we should go. So like, let's go. And like load up the kids, like let's head head out west. And we lived there for like nine months. And you would change schools and everything. Yeah. And then they were like, I feel like we should go. Um, I'm feeling called to St. Augustine. Now, granted, remember, I'm like from Rhode Island. Like we're from New England. My mom and my stepdad was from Connecticut. So like that's all they knew. But my stepdad, when he had his plane, one of his paper routes was to St. Augustine. So he would fly down and deliver newspapers and like fell in love with that area um and so anyways he and my mom were like i were feeling called to saint augustine and so we packed up the camper and went to saint augustine which is where i ended up here Mm -hmm. in in palm coast flagler but yeah so it was like interesting because like like really looking at it from that perspective of is like they were very free-spirited like they they both didn't work in like that traditional type of job so they could go anywhere they could you know at the drop of a hat say hey kids we're going here and also my stepdad he was such a um huge influence when it came to the adventure spirit yeah because he'd always be okay like he called me kia like kia like let's load up like let's go explore this new town and like we'll go here for lunch and we'll go walk around and like let's go check this area we've never been here before like let's just go and i remember thinking like this is so much fun or like we'd get in the plane and we'd fly somewhere and like go explore somewhere new so that was always instilled in me it seemed normal that excitement to want to go explore somewhere new and also seeing that there were so many different places that were right even around the corner from where we were that I never knew existed until we would get out and go play and explore. Mm-hmm. And I think from so from an early age, it always sparked that curiosity of like, there's a whole world out there and I want to experience it, mm-hmm. you know? So I came into it, into the relationship of already having this free-spirited, wanting to travel, not really like vibing with this whole like conventional or not even, not conventional. What's the like word that, um, cookie cutter, you go to like kind of what you thought, like the going to work, the, you know, getting the house having the kids getting married having the good relationship saving for retirement right that was never that was never really something that i thought a lot about because that's also we only kind of see what we are exposed to right Mm -hmm. and my i didn't see my parents doing that they never even talked to me about that kind of stuff and so that was never even part of my story or thought process 
Mm-hmm. Where for you, your your drilled papa in. grilled that into you mm-hmm. or dr- drilled. drilled, but like that was so important to him, and so he made it important to you, and so like that's what you knew. He still starts every conversation when I see him to this day. Is how much have you saved? I know he's he's ninety something by yeah. the way. How much have you saved? Yeah, so it's kind of interesting to see that, and then like we were talking about this earlier, but it was like I forgot that this even happened, but. I knew, like, so before I even went into ultrasound, I wanted to be a flight attendant. Hello. I, like, that was the path. Thank God you didn't. Think, of course, I believe everything happens for a reason. I'm exactly where I need to be. And thank God, because I've met you in our whole life Yeah, you'd be married to some pilot or something. Right? Oh. (laughs) Just be, like, traveling all over. But, like, that would, like, being a flight attendant was more in alignment with my personality. But for whatever reason... I was led to, to doing ultrasound, which is so far away from like how I normally functioned, like what, what I'm interested in. Mm-hmm. Right. And so even when I was in school, I ended up quitting the program because it felt so uh, disconnected from what I actually wanted and what I, how I wanted to spend my days. And I was like, it was like that gut churning feeling of like, this doesn't feel right. This doesn't feel right. Something isn't right. Like this isn't for you. And I ended up quitting my ultrasound program. And I went down to the beach and for like days and I would just write and I would journal and I was like trying to figure out like, what did I want? Like what, why did I have this gut feeling? Long story. So the point with that is saying like, I kind of always knew like that wasn't how I wanted to live my life. But it made sense from a practical standpoint. And um, I ended up obviously going back to school because one of my teachers, like, I was such a good student. Like, I had such a great relationship with everybody. And, you know, they, they're like, kind of like, what are you doing? And they let me they let me come back. And I'm so glad that I did because whatever. But <laughs> anyways, it was just kind of like, there's your sign. Mm-hmm. Like, really, there's your sign. Like, this just isn't your path, but it well, was. And I think we look at it from like our relationship too. We started really diving into pivotal moments. And I was the one that kind of, you know, we moved into our own little apartment to save for a house. That was kind of like me, my doing. And you were always wanting to travel. And you met Sophia, which you worked with, and she was always planning trips. And I'll never forget in 2007, you came to me and you're like, hey, we're going to go on a trip with Sophia and all them, but we need our passports. And I remember thinking, oh, dear God, this is like the kiss of death. If she gets that ticket outside of the United States, we'll never save. We'll always be traveling. Okay, so right. So to put that into context, because... So now Aaron and I are together, right? Uh-huh. We're building a life together. We're engaged. We're getting, or we're married. Like we are in this like together. And so you have me that's always like wanting to plan a trip and wanting to go. And like, where can we go? Where can we explore? What can we do? And Aaron's like, we need to save money. We're buying the house and like all the things. And I'm like, okay, we can buy the house. But like Sophia, my spirit animal friend, because she was such a traveler. She's like, I found a trip to the Dominican Republic. It was literally like $400. It was insane. A person. Yeah. But I was like, babe, <laughs> we can do this. Like, come on. And and you were like, oh, God. Like, here we go. If we get our passports. Yeah. But I also, you know, we've told the story on the podcast so many times. Like, those pivotal moments of 
literally coming home from vacations and not being able to get our car out of the parking lot. And I always just was like, my gut would be burning and burning and burning. And like, you're going to continue this pattern if you don't save your money. But then Kim was like, we'll figure it out. We need to be, I want to travel and I want to like experience things. I don't want to just sit in the house. So we always kind of in a, in a very mild way, butted heads when it came to that, because I still did want to go as well, but I just didn't think that it was a responsible thing to do. Well, and you were always thinking more towards our future Mm -hmm. because again, that is what you was instilled in you. So you're like, Oh yeah, $800, you know, for to go to the Dominican Republic, we could take that $800 and pay down the credit card, which, yeah, that's probably the responsible <laughs> thing to do. Not overdraft our account. Not overdraft pizza. our account. Because, <laughs> again, we're like, when not getting into the whole story, because we've talked about our whole story of why we started traveling and kind of where we were. I think it's like episode one or two. But just like to put context, we were living in a place where we didn't have a lot of extra money at all, you know, and what the, the word a lot needs to just be thrown out. We didn't have, we, extra we didn't money have it at yeah, all. Right. We didn't have any bailout money. We didn't have any, we didn't have nothing. We didn't have anything extra because we got the house mm-hmm. that Aaron wanted and I wanted too. And I don't want to paint a picture that like we were, you know, Aaron was like, we're doing this. And I was like, you know, we both wanted this, those things. We just had different avenues of how we should get there. I just, I didn't think more in like the long term way that you did. I looked at it as like, let's live now. We have this opportunity to go to the Dominican Republic. We've never been. Let's go. I was all about, let's go have this experience. Let's go, you know, like explore this part of the world and then we'll come back and we'll figure it out. Right. So Mm -hmm. I kind of had that like live in the moment now. And you had that, that, that future planning, but I think it also kind of worked very well because together we've had to learn of like, you are definitely more in the, like, let's have freaking amazing experiences. And, and I've also leaned more into like, let's be responsible and get ourselves set up financially. Right. Mm -hmm. So I think we really balance each other out, but in the beginning it was a little bit like we were figuring each other out. Yeah. I was just talking to my stepdad yesterday and it was funny because we're going to see him tomorrow in Tennessee. And he's like, I have, so we, he lived with us right before we started traveling for a little bit. And he used to always give us uh, can coffee cans full of change. And Aaron and I would always get excited because it'd be like 20 bucks, 30 bucks, whatever. And we'd be like, cool, like, let's go get a pizza. Like, it'd be like this extra money that would come in. Or we would use it for when we overdrafted our account. That was the bailout. Yeah. So we would like look forward to like the change he would give us. So he's like, I have a, a jar of change that I haven't given you. And I've been saving for like the last nine years. And we're like, oh my gosh, like there's probably like so much money in there probably now. like 70 bucks. But it's funny because back then oh, that no. would have been so much. But now we're like, oh, cool. Like, yeah. You know. So I think too, like just completely looking at all of this again, like Kim said at the beginning, we weren't just passports out, ready to explore financially stable ready to rock like and we we met our soul animal right at the freaking mm. beginning this took some building and and we were always aligned when it came down to i wanted those things that kim wanted as well i just didn't think we were able to do them as soon as she wanted to do them 
A hundred percent. And and I think, right, exactly. It's not like you were like, I don't want to do that. Like, right. I want to be here and I want to have kids and I want to blah, 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 blah. Like, you did want it too. Mm-hmm. You were just trying to think of the greater good. And so, or like our long-term life and what that was going to look like, right? Mm-hmm. And so, when healthcare traveling came in, mm. this was like such a catalyst. Like, this is what like cracked us open because... When we learned about healthcare traveling and I'm driving home knowing that, oh my gosh, this could be a thing. Here we go again. I'm Here we go again crazy... with one of my crazy ideas, you know, like about to like propose this to Aaron, selling our house and everything we own and kind of jumping into this life that again at the time we didn't know anyone else doing it, so we weren't sure exactly what it was going to be like. But I always go to my gut, and I just felt in my gut, I'm like, "This is it, man. This this is going to be cool." Like, and I and I just knew even before I talked to you that like you were going to be on board. But I'm driving home, and I'm like, "Okay, I got to talk to him about it." You know, like how am I? Like, what's my plan of attack? Like, how am I? You know, and so, anyways, when I when I told you about the traveling and you were just like yeah like fuck yeah dude like let's do it and the reason it worked well let me just say too is one thing i also wanted to say was the one thing that kim and i also connected on was our pain points Mm. and i think that's a big thing right because i was coming at it with um as i got into healthcare, as our relationship grew i started to see more and more people that would tell me, you know, especially as I got into IR, interventional radiology, I would be doing, putting in ports on, on patients that said they retired two weeks ago and went for a checkup and they found something and now they have to go through chemo treatments. And, and I was like starting to have those moments in my head where I'm like, wow, wait a minute, this whole thing of like saving to a point that you don't know you might even have Mm. really started to play into my head. And I started to think, you know, your voice started popping up in my head a lot more of like live in the now, like let's not be careless, but let's like, let's try to really push to live in the now. And that voice started getting a little bit louder. And so then um, that's when we started talking about the pain points. We realized that we couldn't keep overdrafting our account every time we came home to where we'd have to like work and work and work and work and work to just make up for the trip. Um, We knew financially we needed to gain, um, you know, more financial stability we also wanted to do something else and, and explore, but we didn't have the time or the money to even explore that. So those were our pain points. We just never knew how to get there. And especially coming from somebody who was traditionally conservative in the moment versus somebody who was free-spirited, like, let's just roll. So I think that's where kind of that whole thing of you coming in and telling me about traveling. Well, yeah, because le- like leading up to that moment of when I learned about healthcare traveling, Again, like we would, you know, sit outside and we would just talk and talk and talk. And like we were both very much on the same page of like, this is what we don't want, right? We, you know, are not in this grind of like going to work, coming home, you know, Monday through Friday. And then, you know, not even really having extra money to go do other things that we wanted to do. And we're like, you know, we have the house, we have all, we have the dog, we have all the things. We were both on the same page that we didn't want to have kids right then and there. Cause that kind of would have been the next step at that point. 
And we were like, that's not what we want. We knew we wanted to create our own business and work for ourselves. And so we had no idea what that would look like, but we knew like ultimately that's what we wanted to do always. Mm -hmm. And so we would just talk and talk and talk. So we were very much on the same page of like, okay, what do you want to do? And we talked about going back to school. And then the student loans, I was like, we'll be in a worse place than we are now. Right. And so we just explored all these different things, but we were very much just like, all right, this isn't it. What can we do? And we just always stayed in constant conversation. So in that way, we were always on the same page. So when I came home and, and told you about the traveling, it was like the perfect storm because it met your needs at the time, which was very much about the security of a job. Uh, we'd be making more money. We could save a lot of money. We could pay off all the debt. Have more time. Have more time. Not have to take call as much. Right. And so, again, we didn't know much about traveling. This is just the conversations that we were having with our recruiter. and Because we just like asked our zillions of questions about what we could expect and whatever. And, um, and so you were like, okay, like this feels good to me. Like I think I can get on board, get on board with this. And for me, all of those things were important as well. Cause I, of course me, I'm like, I want to make more money cause then we can travel more. Well, that's, that was a fear <laughs> also was like, oh God, am I opening up a can that I don't even know what's inside? Right, which you did, because yeah. here we are. Yeah. Ten years later, we're finally taking that trip around the world I always wanted to do. I think you've done pretty well in your little oh, travel bug. 100%. But that was what was so exciting for me, because not only did we get all of those, like, quote-unquote, secure things, but we were also going to be living in different places, and getting to explore the United States and going to a new city and exploring there and, and, and working just like I had done with my stepdad when I was a kid, exploring a new city. Where can we go eat? What's cool? What do you want to do? And knowing it was like three months and then we were going to be off to the next adventure. And like that part of me was so excited. And so it was like my, you know, needs quote were met and yours were met. And together the healthcare trial, it really was the absolute perfect thing that like catapulted us into the next version. Well, right. right? And I, I even said, you know, the Olympics are on. I've been watching it. But I was like, it literally was the pedestal. It was the the first step up to sitting on that metal podium of like, wow, my needs are met. We're financially going to be making way more money than we've ever seen. I don't have to work as much, which then will allow more time. And then the fact is, is after that first contract, you realize that we get to pick our start dates and that's when your wheels started turning of like, oh, we can like save some money, which in my head again was like, we just started making good money and started kind of getting in the plus. And after my first contract, Kim approaches me with like, hey, we're going to go to Europe for no, two weeks. No, it was when I, you had already finished your first contract. I was working uh, mine. <laughs> and that's why I said, we're going to stack contracts and actually start to stack the money and all here we go. Like at the end of this contract, we're going to Europe for like two, three weeks. And I was like, oh God. But it was an amazing trip and it kind of opened up a lot of stuff. But it was just funny that, you know, you kind of at the beginning there and we, we kind of had to talk about that as well. Like we can't just keep just making money, spending money, making money, spending money, making money, spending money. Because that just wouldn't work either. Well, right. 
Yeah, right. But it was, I always knew, like, no matter what, I wanted to travel. And I was going to figure out a way to do it. And, and then that was also the same time that we were thinking about starting our own business. Like, yeah. And we, in, in Wisconsin, so that's where I, my first contract was. And that's where we left to go on our first trip. And, but while we were there, we ran into, we met these people that had this kettlebell gym. And so we fell in love with the gym, fell in love with the people. And we had really had our own transformation with, with health and with our fitness. And we have a whole podcast, podcast episode about that. But like, we were so into it, you know? Mm -hmm. And so we were like, oh my God, we we were going to start our own kettlebell gym. Mm-hmm. Like and, this is genius. Yep, and you can cook little recipes and like have little snacks and like we had it all planned out. And I was like, "This is the ticket is out it. of the hospital. This is it." And we're we're and it wasn't. And I want to say too, like we weren't just always looking for like a ticket out of the hospital yeah. to like be done with the hospital. We were looking for uh, work or creating our own business that we were inspired by that excited us that we were like passionate about something that we could put our energy into and like share our story about and inspire other people and like teach what we've been learning like that was always the most important thing well and at that moment i was obsessed with biggest loser Mm -hmm. and like watching those trainers like have those transformations with those people and i used to just sit and cry and just be like look how amazing that is they're changing those people's lives and i wanted to that feeling. I wanted to be able to do that. It's always been a thing of mine being that inspirational, motivational kind of like break you out of your ways and, and, you know, have you see a different way, Yeah. you know, and like, then you just soar in the world. Like I've always just wanted to be a part of that. Well, right. And we also, and that's also from like your sports, you were always like the, like the leader of like, yeah, like (laughs) getting people like up and ready and excited and like Mm -hmm. getting people like into that zone. Mm -hmm. And then also because we knew firsthand how, when we decided to get healthy together, we, it changed our lives Mm -hmm. in the most incredible way. So it was like you, we wanted to help other people. Mm-hmm. Take, take that path too so we thought okay cool like this is it like this is what we're gonna do and so then it became about okay cool we're traveling as we're working but we're also gonna start our own business mm-hmm. and so we from wisconsin we moved out to burlingame california <laughs> oh my god and we were like <laughs> well at first we we just went out and we bought like thousands of dollars worth of kettlebells and ropes and trx straps and timers and and oh my gosh and everything so much like we because we thought let's take like let's basically create these because we love the circuit style that we were doing with we had never worked out with kettlebells before like we'd done crossfit we'd done trx we've done a bunch of different things running yeah we love trying different workouts but we had never done something like that and worked with the kettlebells like that and at the time kettlebells were kind of this newer thing and we're like this is awesome so we're like how cool let's get all this equipment this is our business we're gonna be mobile and we're gonna go set up park uh circuits in parks like around the bay area and like how cool is that and while it was cool it was also a lot of work we were making no money 
and we made like literally zero. I think I think a couple people paid like ten bucks or something. But like we had a personal training uh, people that we made like thirty bucks. Yeah, we made some money here and there, but like it wasn't anything that was gonna like sustain us. Yeah, and so we were like, okay, well maybe we should open our own gym. Well, okay, so this is inter traditional <laughs> conventional, right? Like conservative area. I thought, okay, how do you build businesses? Well, you grow a following of people that really like what you do. And then you take that and you move into a brick and mortar place. So Kim and I would be exploring like San Mateo area. And I would be stopping at corners, looking at empty buildings, wondering how the traffic is on the street. And I used to tell her that I'm going to come down here and sit on a, uh, on a lawn chair and count the cars coming through to make sure that the traffic is good and that there's parking. And she used to get so mad at me. Oh my God. Because <laughs> it's like everywhere we went, it was like, oh, would this be like a good place for a gym? Like, and, and just go on and on and on. And it's funny because I was on board with wanting to, you know, start our own business. And again, you only know what you know. So at the time we thought, it, well, of course it has to be brick and mortar. That's what you do. Like we're going to have to start a gym and we really love the Bay Area. So this is probably where it's going to be. Of course, the most expensive part of the country. Of course. And um, and so it seemed like, okay, uh, yeah, I guess that makes sense. Because above all else, like I will say, like obviously traveling is like my number one passion. But above all else... We were always on the same page that we wanted to create a business and life for ourselves to get out of the hospital because we knew we were going to travel until we didn't have to work in the hospital anymore because that we both did not want to do that for the rest of our lives. We mm-hmm. were so clear on that. So that was always the above all else, right? Mm-hmm. And so I thought, well, yeah, we're going to start this gym. And like that's I, that seems like the next step. But it's interesting because I would get mad at you and annoyed with you about looking at all these different properties and stuff because there was like something like deep inside of me that I couldn't like put into words back then but it was just like this gut feeling of like but then you're you're kind of bogged down again you have to be Mm -hmm. in the same place and you're putting all of this money into this and like is this actually what you really want to do and like you're gonna have to just like be here for you know the rest of your life I mean not you know what I mean but like you're starting a business here and like and it was like something just felt not right so it was like again I was kind of feeling like but I want to be more free but I didn't know what that meant but I do want to have a business and you were like it has to be brick and mortar well I was also thinking that I don't understand how you don't understand that in order to run a business it takes that choice that sacrifice that yeah you might have to be stable for you know a certain amount of time to get it up and running and and you focus and and you and you push hard and you and you get through those times and then you can go travel. I was still kind of tagging along with that conventional, traditional, even though it wasn't. Yeah, you were just doing it outside of the hospital, but in a different type of way. And you kept trying to sell me I, I did. on that. Well, we'll have people, like, we'll, like, they'll manage it, and you and I can still travel. And, like, you would always try to sell it to me in that way. Do you remember the Hawaii conversation? Well, that's what, so it's like, and again, you guys, like, I'm still all about, like, I want to go here. I want to travel. Let's go explore this town. Let's go here, whatever. And um, we were we planned a trip to Hawaii. <laughs> oh, and I was so excited. 
And Aaron said, okay, we're going to go to Hawaii. But hold on. I actually just thought of something too. But he said, this is the last trip we're going to take until we are working for ourselves. And I remember you said, do you want to, because we can go to Hawaii. Great. We go for two weeks. We come back. What do we do? We cry ourselves to sleep on Sunday because we've had this awesome trip, but we still have to go back to work Monday to jobs that we don't love. Like is like we can keep taking all these trips, but we're still returning back to this life that we don't necessarily, we, well, not necess- we know we don't want to live for the rest of our lives. Or... Do you want to put some time and effort and like sweat equity and like money equity and like time and and, and like resources into building a business that potentially could support us? So in the long term, we're doing work that feels more meaningful and creating a life that we're excited about. And yes, we'll have time for trips and stuff in the future, but but like that has to be put on pause right now mm-hmm. if this is what we want to do. Mm-hmm. And that really stuck with me because I was like, you know what? You're right. Like I love all these trips that we're taking. But at the end of the day, we're it's still the tail. same thing. Sunday, I'm crying myself to sleep with the Sunday scares because I have to wake up and get back into the quote unquote normal life or regular life that I'm so disconnected with. And I know that I don't want to do this forever, mm-hmm. but I keep putting it off because, you know, it became this perpetual thing. But, you know, that was the start of the mantra of building the life that we're happy to return from vacation. How, how did yeah. we say that? It was so Building catchy. a life that you don't want a vacation from or something. Something like that. Yeah. But it was like, it, it was said way better yeah. than that. But we actually, that started that mantra. But that's really interesting because fast forward, you know, a couple months after that Hawaii trip, I'm in the shower. I'll never forget this. I hear this knock, knock, knock at the door. <laughs> And I come out of the shower and you're like, you're going to think I'm crazy. I know you said that like we can't travel, but this is just for me. I really want to go to this like women's conference thing. And it's this spiritual leader that I've been listening to. And she's really cool. And like, I just, I feel led to go. It's in New York, blah, 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 blah. And I just remember feeling like, here we go again. And it's funny that you felt that way because you've, you've never... Like you always like supported everything a hundred percent. And it was like, I, you know, it was like, okay, babe, if you feel like, cause <laughs> if you feel like this is something you need to do. And again, I, I'm led by intuition and feeling. And I found this Gabby Bernstein who is an incredible, like, if you know her, like, you know, she's written books and she's done tons of talks, but, um, I was so drawn to her and I felt so connected and she was doing this masterclass in New York City and it was like one of those things that I was like, I have to be there. I have to go. I just knew it and it was expensive and I didn't care and I was like, I just have to go. And so when I when I brought it to you, you're like, if it's something you really feel like you want to do, I support you. Of course. You've I, always, always had me And back. I think that's a really good thing because you're right. Like I did support you, but my gut would say like, you know, are, am I just chasing my tail again? But what I have learned in our relationship is when you feel that pulled to something, you're always on to something. I always I, You've never... There's never been an, an instance where you've said that that passionately and it's turned out to be something like that was awful. Well, right. Because I always say that is like when your soul speaks to you, you listen. Mm-hmm. And I know when it's speaking and I know when I need to listen. 
and I'll figure it out. Like I never deny that voice because I'm so attuned to it, you know, now. So I go to New York and, you know, again, I go in with this intention of, you know, I was really on the spiritual path and this self-growth path and like all these different things. I was working on myself and I was really like committed to that. So I kind of went in with that mindset. What I didn't know at this masterclass was also this huge business side of things. Online business. Well, and that, and, and, and I didn't know this, okay? But I'm sitting in the auditorium with like the friends that I had made and they start to, on stage, they're talking about online business, online courses. Hello, Traveler School is an online course. I just want to say it came from that, right? And um, all this online stuff. And I looked over at one of my friends and I was like, they were talking about like lead pages, which is a, a thing that you can like, people can opt in to like sign up for a training and different things like that. It's an email thing. And I was like, literally had no idea what they were talking about. I'm like, like what what is it like what are they talking about what is all of this and she's like drawing me pictures and showing me like how to set things up and I was like my mind was blown I'm like what do you mean you can create a business online and you can make videos and you can share them with people and you can make a course and you can do anything you want to do that's not product based essentially or even products are online <laughs> but I mean like you can't put a restaurant online or whatever but like you can now DoorDash. Well, right, but you still have to have a you know kitchen to make it. But my mind was blown that if you wanted to create something, there was this whole new world. And this was what 2013 or 2014? 2015. 2015. Online business was still very new at the time, and like blogs and vlogs and all of that stuff. Like it was still this new thing forming. And I remember coming home and being like. I know this is the theme I always come up with these wild and crazy ideas and Aaron is always but the, the cool thing that I love so much about you is that you always have been like open you're just like you know Yes, you were very kind of traditional in the sense of like whatever, but like you've always been open to like new ideas or new ways of thinking about things or like you're like, wow, that's interesting. Maybe we should explore that more. Like you were never just like closed off to any of the crazy ideas I brought up. Well, no, and I think that's it's it's something that I've been like really looking into and I do feel like it's a talent of mine and I think it's why we mesh so well is I do have the ability even though I can't see the path, we have an idea, but I do have the ability to put it in my head and say, okay, that path, I don't really understand it right now, but I can see where the common denominators line up to provide the path to the end result that we still want to go. I can see the end result. And then when you bring these crazy ideas, because they're not that crazy, right. you always bring me people that are doing it. A path. You, you always bring me the fact of the lifestyle they live currently when they're open about it. Here's how they live. This is what they do. Mm -hmm. Here's how they do it. And I'm like, oh, dear God, that aligns with exactly where I want to go. And we're still doing it in the, the specialty or the discipline that I want to do it in. So you're telling me that we can do online workouts and online coaching instead of lugging 900 pounds of kettlebells around to these parks where nobody shows up well right and we were also training it's funny because we were training people in our gym 
And our garage. Oh yeah, our garage. <laughs> but we turned into a gym. Mm-hmm. Painted that, it bright lime yellow. Oh my god. Which poor lady, she had to go in and repaint that. She said we could. I know. Um, but we. It's funny because like we would have like a scheduled person coming over, and by people I mean like people we worked with, right? Like it's not you know like they started off as like people that like our clients, quote unquote. And, like, they would come over for their workout. And Aaron and I would be like, I hope they cancel. Ugh, I don't really feel like doing this. Like, oh, gosh, I hope they don't show up. And we'd be so mad when they would, like, show up. But it was, like, we didn't – it was kind of like that sign, like, we didn't want to be somewhere at a certain time to do a certain thing, you know? Well, and also you said, we're sitting here trying to build a community in this one area – when we go online, we can build a community of the world. And I was just like, my mind was blown. Yeah. My mind was blown. I didn't even know you could do that. And so here, once again, we're, we're kind of aligning where, you know, we went to the next step, right? Like healthcare traveling kind of propelled us out into this world, right? Of like, oh, you could, you know, we could do this. We could do that. Aaron was more comfortable being mobile and being more open to like, kind of uh ideas as they come yeah and then so this idea came so it went from the traditional route what we thought was like we had to do a brick and mortar to me being like hey like now we could still build an online like kind of fitness business or do a fitness business but we could do it online which means what does that mean for me we could do that from Hawaii. We could do, do it that. from Bali. We could do it from anywhere in the world, which gave me that kind of freedom I was looking for, but also giving Aaron that kind of like, but we're still building a business, but we're still, you know, working towards that end goal. And it kind of aligned us to that next step. You well, know? and I think I want to add to one thing that we didn't really talk about, but Kim approaching me in Burlingame when I was in the shower to go to this New York thing. If we were back in Jacksonville, that never would have happened. Mm. But because healthcare traveling allowed us to make more money, Mm -hmm. to have the time, you literally weren't working at the time. I was in a contract. You were not. And you you had availability to be like, hey, I'm going to fly to New York at the drop of a hat, stay in a hotel for three days, go to this conference, come home. You can pick me up when you get off work. And we had the resources to do it and the time to do it. And healthcare traveling allowed us the opportunity to explore more things that we never would have had the option to do. Yeah. Which, right. That's such, I mean, yes, that's like such a huge point. Cause like the whole point of like this episode is to obviously we wanted to share like a different side of like, you know, we haven't always, we're not, oh, we're not the same person. And we haven't always been exactly like we said, like showing up with like our maps and our compass, like let's take on the world. Like it's been a, a journey, right? And lots of conversations, but also as, you know, using healthcare traveling as like this, like weighted, like, like bust through and like kind of open you up to so many things that like, holy crap, I could never even have imagined all of this. And none of this of where we are right now, 10 years later, could have never happened sitting in Jacksonville, working the same job, sitting on the back swing, talking about what should we do? What should we do? Like by getting into action and like going for it, it changed our whole freaking life. It did. And I, I do want to like, and, it, and so it can change your life of anything, like just being, staying open to those possibilities, being willing to explore your curiosity, right? Like it can real, it has the audacity to change your life as well. Uh, well, I think too, in fast forwarding a little bit, 
in this, in the end of this conversation um, that we were having after this uh, podcast we watched, I literally started dying laughing because I was like, oh my God, when you really look at it, Kim and I had a conversation. We said we're open to it. She approaches me with healthcare traveling. I'm like, oh my gosh, awesome. Let's go. I found the kettlebell gym and we went to it and I wanted to build a brick and mortar. Kim goes to New York, comes back, says, let's build an online business. I'm like, oh my God, let's do it. So we go to that. So then we go to Bali. Oh wait, that was another which time. Which will just like fly through that. She approaches me after work and says, you're going to think I'm crazy. We had started traveling again after Stanford. Uh-huh. And she's like, what do you say we literally move to Bali because I've been watching a girl that's doing it and she's building her business overseas. It's called something like a digital nomad. We had no idea what that even meant because Bali, it's so cheap to live. And there's this whole like community of these online entrepreneurs. And we were like, oh, we want to meet other people and like have these cool adventures in Bali. How cool would that be? Plus like, hello, I get to like travel and so yeah so it's funny because like you played into my thing again we're building the business now we have more time to work on the business we're financially okay to do this this. it's cheap here's how much it is for a a room here's how much it is for food think about how long our money can go and and what have we been talking about we need time to build this yeah and i was like i'm in let's go and then that led to us finding um our first vlogger christian leblanc who was traveling those through Southeast Asia with his video camera doing vlogs, daily vlogs, like which we didn't even know was a thing. And but because I was researching for Bali and I was, you know, I found him and then I introduced him to Aaron and it was almost like we should do videos because <laughs> because like we always wanted to Oh, I've been editing since I can remember. Aaron used to have like my mom Gave you this like old camcorder thing, yeah. but it was but like it was a, digital, yeah, and like like years and ye- I mean before we were even married, two thousand seven. I made a vlog of your cousin's wedding. Yeah, we went to Rhode Island, and he's like filming the whole thing, and then he pieced it together, he edited it, made them a beautiful video, and like you were always like you used to make CDs mm-hmm. for like my birthday right. or Valentine. It's just crazy because yeah. like again, you've always done that kind of stuff, but mm-hmm. we just never knew what to call it. So then we found Christian and we were like, oh my gosh, like we love doing videos. We want to share our adventures. We want to share lessons and all of that kind of stuff. And so let's start doing YouTube. Well, then we did, we did YouTube. <laughs> then we came home from Bali and we're sitting in Whistler doing videos. And you had the idea for Travel Life Freedom and Scrubs of like, we had the idea to do teachings on healthcare travelings, but you were like, Let's do it online and let's build a group and let's like do this whole thing, which then led to the course, which then is even funnier. Check this out. Circa we COVID hits, we come back. Guess what Kim approaches me with? I had been listening to a podcast about building a physical product. But again, I was going back to, but we need a warehouse and we need, you know, staff and we need all these people. And Kim's like, I'm into it. I think it's good. But like, again, like, we're right back in the mess of what we were saying, of what we wanted to get out of. So guess what? Two weeks down the road, she approaches me with Tim and Finn, who have an Amazon FBA business, who travel the world, who do YouTube. And again, it's like, mind is blown. How do you find these people? But you present it in that way that, again, we're aligned on the end result. 
what we always have differed on is how to get there, but we've always, you've always found a way. Yeah. That aligns with both of us. And right. And I find a path, right? Cause you know, you only know what you know, like you, my tree reference. Yeah. You only know what you know. It's like, you know, we didn't know traveling was a thing until I was five years into my career. Had I had known sooner, we would have left sooner, right? Like we, with even vlogging and like stuff, like had we have found, you know, Karen, Nate, or the YouTubers we follow, or like whatever, all these other people way back in the day, we would have been doing that the whole time we were healthcare, like we were traveling, right? But we didn't know that was a thing, so we didn't know how to go about it. So it's like you only know what you know, and then you make decisions based off of that. And so it's like, it was like one step in front of the other, and then I was always led to, you know, these different people that showed me what was possible that paved a path for me I didn't know exist and I was like unconventional way and I was yeah and I was like oh my god this is speaking to my soul this is speaking to my heart this is like what we want but they've just showed me that like we could do it and here's how and so then I would I would you know show you in a way of like here's the path and they're doing it too and it's like then you would be like fuck yeah because as long as you could see a path and as long as it like resonated with and you aligned of, like, with what we wanted you were like yeah let's do it you were you were game and now here we are 10 years later where we've created the Trav says backpack and the Trav says business and the Trav says business which we can do from anywhere because of the Amazon, they handle everything for you. So we can still travel and not have to be in charge of all of the things that come with managing a warehouse and all of that. And we have created this, you know, successful business. We have traveler schools still. We have our podcast. We have YouTube. YouTube. And we've been able to build all of this over these years that have taken form over and over and over and over again. But the end result is still the the one that we talked about in Jacksonville. Exactly. Which is mind-blowing. And 10 years later... I have finally talked you into going you around the world. You didn't talk me into it. But here's here's the kicker. We're going to travel the world for a year, which has always been my dream, as you've learned by now, right? But it's also, we are going to be doing YouTube videos once a week. We are going to be sharing this experience. We are going to be building an audience and building a community. And building our business. And building our business. And they all work together simultaneously. Like it's all in sync. It all makes sense. It's all aligned. Which is incredible that 10 years later, our 100th episode... Is mm-hmm. it's all in alignment of everything we dreamed of, wanted to create for ourselves, the lives we wanted to create. Everything is in flow, is in motion, and is in sync. Yeah, I think I want to end it with, um, you know, that's one reason that this podcast means so much to me. Is I literally feel that without the podcast, without Kim finding those people, and showing that path even though I couldn't connect with it right away and I couldn't see like how my life formed with their life to be like I could do that too there was something in me that says yes I can do that but just learning more and growing more and listening to people that are doing it and doing it in unconventional ways but still aligning with what they love to do and how they want to live their life 
was the reason that I wanted to start this podcast because if I could help one person behind me that's just one step behind me, that's why I wanted to be able to share our story and why we've always wanted to share our story because it's had such a profound effect on us as a couple and as individuals. Mm-hmm. And so that's just kind of like I just give ev- all the, you know, just I'm so blessed that we were led to those people, which is your intuition, your gut. But the, those people were willing to share their story. And their story changed our lives. Yes. Forever, right? And it showed us what was possible and showed us a path that we didn't even know, know existed. But as soon as we saw it, we were like, that's exactly what we want, you know? And it's mm-hmm. just, it's so cool, like, how all of that happens. And I think just circling back to the relationship stuff, too, you know, because we talked about that in the beginning, but, you know, having core values, a foundation, a vision and a lifestyle, like having all of those things match up is truly the most important thing when it comes to having a sustainable relationship, right? Along with like friendship, I think is another thing. But also saying that, you know, we weren't exactly on the same page. But when you have a willingness, right? Like Aaron didn't stifle me. I didn't stifle him. But we both were bending and molding with each other with what we knew at the time and what worked. And we were always willing to hear each other out, to be open to, okay, I'll try it this way until I find another way. And, and you know, you were very open to my crazy ideas of like, let me take that in. And like, that could work, right? Like, as long as you're open and, and willing to evolve and grow and and meet in the middle and find things that work for both parties, like, it can work. But like, if you're completely on different paths and you want different things and there's really not that kind of coming together, I personally don't think that like you could ever make a relationship work. No, not when you're as driven and you're as dedicated to an end result. And I think that's what I keep saying. And this is what led to our lunch conversation was just like, I hear you. But again, we have never, ever wavered from the end result ever. We've never let anything come in to like, penetrate that end result like if it gets in the way of that end result we're not doing it and we both are very strong and firm about that yeah when it comes down to even having kids like pushing kids off right now and pushing off the conversation because it gets in the way of of where we see our goals not that it's not obtainable with kids it's not obtainable in what we see right now Mm -hmm. and Going full-time in a hospital is not obtainable with our end goal. So that's not an option. Even if the best job of me creating Stanford Children's IR department and basically being able to write my ticket in Stanford Children's, it didn't align with our end result. Mm -hmm. So it's off the table. Right. And we've always been so strong with that 10-year vision, that 15-year vision, however long it was going to take. We knew that we were on the road together and we would keep going until we achieved it. Yeah, 100%. But what roads we took? They changed. They changed and they they, you know, were roadblocked and closed off and and we took another route and a detour and then we still got to that end result and we did it all with finding the best alignment to get there. The best path. The yeah. best path within that ourselves. That was in alignment with our goals and, and what we wanted our to do every day. And yes. what we wanted to do every day and all of that. Yeah. And so Yeah, hopefully, you know, I think, yeah, the reason we wanted to share that was to, 
again, to show what's possible with with healthcare traveling, obviously it's a total game changer, especially if you look at it from that perspective too, yeah. I think, of like, what doors can this open? What opportunities are out there? What am I curious about? What can I explore? What kind of time do I have that I could take off and maybe try something new or different? Like there's so many opportunities and moments um, when it comes to living this kind of lifestyle. And there was something else that I wanted to say about not the relationship thing because we already said that, but gosh, I can't remember now. Well, I think, you know, we've what I've noticed is we've talked about this a lot and a lot in a lot of different episodes, but this was the first time we've ever really streamlined it in a way that it kind of oh. like built on each other. I knew you were going to, I knew I, 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 I was like, talking, I got to fill the space. A, yeah. Fill when you start space. talking, it gives me a second. Yeah, I, know. I knew what I was doing. But <laughs> see, that's why Aligned. I'm such a good partner. Aligned. But also just by like Aaron keeps saying like our end goal, which our end goal for us was to do work that we loved, that we were excited and passionate about, that we have the freedom and flexibility in our lives to like create our own schedule and time and all of that. Like that was always the end goal, right? To get out of the hospital and do work that we loved. And we never wavered on that. But setting any kind of goal for yourself, I think, and never wavering because there there could have been so many times that we were like, fuck it. Like, nah. like, let's just, let's just take this job. Let's, I mean, you were working at Stanford, like you said, making a shit ton of money, building a department. You actually really enjoyed it. Like you, it was such a, um, an incredible opportunity. We loved Berlin with potential to grow through yeah. the roof. Like it made sense on paper. Hey, like we're living in the most expensive place in the country and we were making we're so thriving. much money. <laughs> Yeah, like this is great. We should just stay. But again, like it, it always came back to like, well, what what was our ultimate goal, you know? And so like for you listening, like setting a goal for yourself and like never wavering, never, even if it looks like it might not be working out the way you thought or it gets hard or there's a whatever, always coming back to like, what did I, what it, like, what was the goal I set for myself? What is my dream? What am I going after? And like sticking to that, putting your head down and just like, staying with it yeah i love that because if we ever would have given up we wouldn't be sitting here on this couch right now 29 days away from starting this trip with this incredible business that we're obsessed with that we love that we are making a difference and like able to share our experience and stories like everything we've always wanted if we ever gave up like we wouldn't be sitting here now even though there were times it never seemed like it was possible well right and giving up is the failure ultimately but i do think that like we've pivoted so many times because we realized as we explored something it didn't align completely with what we wanted and so we pivoted into more of an alignment but again like you said that deep gut goal has never wavered yeah totally yeah hopefully that makes sense hopefully I, it made sense to me hopefully you guys got something from <laughs> Yeah, I know. I mean, it was just a really crazy recollection that we just had like last week. And so it was just kind of something we've been talking about and we wanted to bring it to the podcast. We just had this conversation this morning. Well, I'm saying it, it started from the last, the po- yeah, yeah, like the, the last podcast. podcast and we've kind of built on this conversation throughout the week and then had the conversation this morning and I was like, what a great podcast. Right. So that's, that's. So here we are. Here we are. Hopefully you enjoyed this. Again, remember to leave us a review to get into the giveaway. We appreciate it. We love you guys. And And the texting line, which will be in the description. Everything will be in the description, how to enter. And um, we will see you guys next Tuesday. And we'll be announcing the winner.
and we'll be announcing the winner. Yep. Bye.